Hello, thank you for picking the Country Story Podcast with me, Owen Lane. Today we will be talking about how South Sudan got its independence from Sudan in 2011. Hello, everybody. So, my name is Owen Lane, and like I said, we're going to be talking about South Sudan's independence today. So, South Sudan and Sudan fought two civil wars. One through 1952 to 1972, which wasn't that important. Now, if you guys want to hear about that topic, leave some like a leave a message or like go to my uh, email or something. Now, the second one was the most important one. It went from 1983 to 2005, and six years after this war, South Sudan got its independence. And but the war it did cause cost them. War had two million casualties and four million casualties after a drought that was caused by the war in the south part of the country. Sudan. South Sudan, technically. Now what happened afterwards I wanna say it's kinda of weird but it's kind of funny at sometimes. So, just like any new country, this is like the new kid on the block, South Sudan is. He's the kid that you're coming to school, you're like, ah, oh, it's going to be a perfect day. He walks in, thinks he's the bee's knees, and then ruins everything that you've ever worked on or done, and, it's, it, and he gets annoying. And he's terrible. Like, he gets in trouble all the time. Well, this is basically what South Sudan's country is like. It always is getting in trouble, having having civil wars already in the first, I don't know, 10 years of it being a country. And there's a lot of bad parts about it. And one of the parts is that the main reasons that Sudan is a bad economy, bad everything, is because, so there's a bunch of oil reserves, and that we know nowadays that people love oil, so people are going to try fighting over that oil, but unlike over there, here in America, you can't shoot somebody to get what, what you want, you have to pay you have to go into this all the other stuff. You have to bid them out. Stuff gets expensive. What they do over there is they seriously get all the AK-47s. Guess what? Guess where they came from? The Silver War that they fought just a few years ago. So, the people get mad at the government for all this stuff happening. when They can't prevent it because a bad government equals bad economy, equals terrible, terrible military. That's just recipes for chaos. There's, like America, it went to freaking, I don't know, it completely just plummeted in the first few years it was a, even a country. Massive debt. I mean, it's not, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's like every new country that you would expect, basically. And 
can't blame them that bad. Well, I guess you could, but not that bad. So, <laughs> I mean, what am I trying to say? Oh, yeah, oil reserves. So, a bunch of people have leftover AK-47s from the war because most of them most of them fought in the war, or their dads fought in it, and they took the guns afterwards. So, they go and shoot their neighbors for the oil and protect it. But the oil reserves, or oil, whatever, yeah, oil reserves, are everywhere in the country. So, they're not in just one spot. So, if you have a bunch of oil reserves, that means you got to hire bodyguards. Those bodyguards can take over those oil reserves. Corruption everywhere. So, so you have guns, rebellious people, really bad arch- uh, agricultural agriculture. I can't, I, I can't say that again. But you know what I'm trying to say. And a bunch of oil reserves. Bad recipe for success. And a good recipe for chaos. And what the difference is between their civil war and our civil war is that our civil war we could have prevented. Like our civil war was caused by slavery, slavery, which sucked. Like it sucked. Like it was terrible. Like it was. I don't even tell you how bad it was. But their con- the, but theirs was because some Muslim, because uh, the, after the first war, uh, war, they wanted a president, so they voted for a president, but the president was Muslim, and tried forcing that religion, tried forcing that religion into the people. And there's a bunch of traditional tribes. Now, traditional tribes... And a Muslim person who wants to force, well, a communist, because that good old communism, best thing that you can find. Like, how would I say this? It sucked. I'm not going to lie. But you couldn't prevent it over there. Reason why they couldn't prevent it? Muslim guy. He tries enforcing. It's terrible. Now, he tries enforcing this, and the traditional South is like, whoa, buddy. I don't like what's happening here. I'm going to buy me some guns. I'm going to start a rebellion. I'm going to create a new country. The Muslim leader was like, no, no, no. You are not going to do that. But he couldn't do anything because majority of people, a bunch of people in the North didn't like them, but they didn't want to rebel, because they didn't want a repeat of a few years ago, but a repeat happened, and, uh, so, Civil War, sorry for that awkward silence, I don't know what I'm trying to do, Freaking kill this ant. Again, come to me. Oh, yeah, I'm outside, by the way. Beautiful Texas. You know, got a dead squirrel on the other side of the highway. It's beautiful out here, honestly. 
Okay, so back to the podcast. Well, oh yeah, there's one more story I want to tell you, and then I'll let you go. So, the the current president for South Sudan wears hats all the time. He loves hats. He, like, downright loves them. And his vice president didn't like them. Well, he didn't like the hat. I mean, he liked the hat, but the thing is, uh, Uh, what is it called? I mean, they didn't like each other because they came from two tribes that didn't like each other. Had a bad history. Had a bad history of killing other people and whatnot of the other tribe. So, they didn't really work well together. So one day the president was like, "That's a stupid hat you're wearing," and the vice president was like, "What hat? I'm, what? What are you talking about? I'm not wearing a hat." And the president's like, "Okay, then go buy a hat." The vice president goes and buys a hat, and when he comes back, the president says, "Now that's an ugly, that's an ugly hat that you're wearing here." He says, "He says, yeah, but you're wearing the same hat," and he says, "I don't listen here, buddy. I don't like what's happening here." You're out of office. Now, what the vice president did with all his money was hire a local militia to start a little civil war, which got put down in a few years. And he got executed and all that whatnot. But that's what I... That's one of the funny stories about Sudan. Sudan, I mean South Sudan, funny stories about South Sudan. South Sudan, struggling country, needs help. But you can't blame it, because it came from a really bad thing. The guy was forcing it, like they would have stayed as Sudan, but the guy was forcing Muslim, which you can't blame him, because he's been been learning, he's been a Muslim his whole life. Been learning Islamic tradition, so you can't really... You can't really blame him because he's just practicing his religion and he wants you to try it. But the traditional South was like, no way, Jose, and did something. So you can't really blame him for it. And compared to over here, in, like compared to over here to an average day over there, you would want to be coming back. You might want to be coming back to Chicago. Maybe even Chicago. Southside Chicago. You want to be going there. Then any type of small town in South Sudan. Well, that's all I got right now, folks. And one thing before I leave is check out my buddy's podcast, Crunch Time. You have Aaron. Hudson and Isaiah, they talk about basketball, football, basically just those two sports and what's coming up, injuries, the draft, all this other stuff. So you guys you guys can go check out their podcast. If, if you're listening right now and you just find my podcast by mistake, well, go check out their podcast, Crunch Time, and if you want to find it on Spotify, 
since it's so small, you got to type in crunch time, Aaron, Hudson, or Isaiah. Well, thank you for your time. Goodbye.